This is episode number 317, Life Lessons from Dr. Seuss. Welcome to the Sonia Looney Show. This is a podcast about high performance and well-being, and I'm your host, Sonia. And if you're new around here, I am a world and multi-time national champion in mountain biking, and I still race professionally. I'm a health and mental performance coach, a writer, a mom of two little kids, and I own my own business. And if you're not new around here, welcome. I'm so glad that you're back, and I'm so grateful that you are a part of this awesome community and that we get to learn and grow together. Who knew that there would be opportunities for thoughts and growth through reading children's books? I have two little kids, a two and a half year old boy and a six month old girl. And let's face it, reading children's books was not something that I've done probably since I was a little kid. And I had no idea how many gems were in these books and how many times in the last two years, two and a half years that I have just sat back and been almost dumbfounded by some of the things in these books and how powerful they are. Some of the sentences stop me dead in my tracks because they are so impactful. And I think about them every single time I see the book and throughout different things that come up during the day. There are so many things that we forget as we grow up. We get set in our ways and we just forget about the curiosity and openness of being a child. And that is one of the most rewarding things about being a parent is getting to see the world again through the eyes of someone new and especially through your own child. There's a pure joy in that and seeing somebody enjoy something or learn something for the very first time. And it's such a good reminder for us that we need to remain open. We need to remain curious. We need to be willing to try things. And also we need to remain friendly. That's something that I've always tried to value and to do is to say hi to strangers, to say hi to people walking by, just like a little kid would. Because a lot of times as adults, we get intimidated or we get afraid or maybe we're introverted or we're afraid of what people will think about us. But just looking somebody in the eyes and saying hi is so powerful. All right. So Dr. Seuss is a book that was probably read in your house when you were growing up. I don't actually remember a lot of Dr. Seuss in my house, although I'm sure that we had some. But it is a a bunch of books, or there are a bunch of Dr. Seuss books in our house, along with many other books that are really awesome that I might share with you in the future. I started thinking that I wanted to share some of the quotes that were inspiring to me from Dr. Seuss. And then I also learned whenever I was trying to get the exact quotes right by using Google that other people have found Dr. Seuss very inspiring. And in fact, a lot of the same quotes have stood out to other people as well. So let's start with that mischievous cat in the hat. He knows a thing or two. He says, it's fun to have fun, but you have to know how. This quote really stuck with me the first time I read it and the hundredth and probably the thousandth time that I read it. How many times do we forget to have fun or take ourselves too seriously? That can be a goal that I have sometimes whenever I'm doing a bike race or something challenging is I remind myself that I need to have fun and that I'm taking myself too seriously if I'm not having fun because that's probably the real reason that I signed up in the first place. Our expectations can get in the way or worrying what other people think about us can get in the way of having fun. But first, I think it's important to define what fun means to you. My version of fun, like a 100-mile mountain bike race or riding a technical descent on my bike or playing guitar, just might not be that fun for somebody else. And someone else's version of fun, and the first thing that pops into my mind is dancing, is not my cup of tea. So when was the last time that you had fun? 
what were you doing and what did it involve? In fact, this is a question on the intake form for my health coaching. When was the last time you had fun? And sometimes it's surprising whenever people say it's been many years since they've had fun. For me, fun and play go hand in hand. So you might not have connected those two, but they are very close. And we forget to play as we get older. If you've forgotten how to have fun or you just can't even remember remember the last time that you had fun, ask what you do to play. I love the George Bernard Shaw quote, we don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. And one of the reasons I love mountain biking is that it doesn't always feel like exercise. It feels like I'm out playing in the forest and I get to see cool rocks and roots and I see trees and I'll stop and sometimes I pet the moss on the tree or I'll get to be out there with other people cheering them on and we get to learn something new together. To me, that feels like fun. That feels like play. And the way that I get to ride the trail feels like play. So what are some other things that you do in your life that feels like play? And if you don't know the answer to that, maybe think back to when you were a kid and ask what you were doing when you were a kid, whenever you were playing and how that felt. If you can recall what the cat in the hat was doing when he said, it's fun to have fun, but you have to know how. He was balancing all kinds of toys and items on his hat and on his hands and they were stacked up and he was also balancing on a ball. And then you can guess what happened. He came crashing down and the fish landed in the pot. (laughs) Even though he was precariously balancing all those toys, he wasn't worrying how he looked. He wasn't worrying what would happen or what other people would think. He was in the moment, focusing on the joy of what he was doing. And to us, it might look silly, but to him, it was really fun. And I'm sure to others, what we do for fun looks silly too. And there's nuance here, of course, but you do have to be careful. (laughs) But often we're too careful. We're afraid of falling. We don't want to get dirty. We don't want to waste our time. Or maybe we just feel shameful or silly because what we think is fun, somebody else might think is dumb. This also reminds me of a quote from Dr. Seuss, from there to here and here to there, funny things are everywhere. And that quote also sticks with me because you have to have a sense of humor in life. And a lot of times when we're taking ourselves too seriously, it's hard to have a sense of humor. And some things that pop in my mind since I've been using mountain biking as an example is in a race, when I come around the corner and I'm exhausted and I see a really steep, hard climb, I actually start laughing at it. And I genuinely am laughing at it because it's just funny. And I've learned how to find the find the humor in that instead of thinking, oh, this is so hard. Or if I make a mistake, I laugh at the mistake. I'm not laughing at myself in a degrading way, but I'm just reminding myself not to take myself so seriously. So you can be the funny thing that's everywhere, but just looking for the humor in life can really make things light. And this comes back to little kids again, like they can say one word that sounds funny and just start laughing at it. So having that joy, having that sense of humor and looking for funny things and remembering that funny things are everywhere is really fun. This brings me to the next quote. Think left and think right and think low and think high. Oh, the things you can think up if you only try. The Things You Can Think, such a fun book. I can recite the entire book from memory right now and it's just so much fun. But imagination, dreaming big and thinking outside the box are things we become afraid of doing when we get older Because like I said, we don't want to look stupid in front of our friends, or maybe we just feel shameful that we have the audacity to dream a certain way, or we don't want to fail. And I can admit there are certain dreams that I've had and currently have where maybe I do feel that way about it, but I make myself continue and move forward with them anyway, because I have to remember that my own limiting beliefs are the things that hold me back. And they're the things that have held me back in the past and that we can surpass those. How many times have you looked for all the reasons that you can't do something instead of all the reasons that you can? Being open to new ideas, new people, 
And even just believing you're capable of more is so empowering. And I also say new people because a lot of times we try to only talk to people that are exactly like us or have the same beliefs as us. And that's something that I've been trying to work on is talking to people that have different beliefs or just enjoy different things in life than I do. And it's so easy, especially in this polarized world that we're living in right now, to only want to talk to people that believe the same things that we do. But I think that you don't have to agree with the actions of somebody else, but you can try to understand the person and it teaches you to have more empathy and it can build relationship. But before we think up the things we can think, oh, the things you can think up if you only try, we have to ask, what makes me afraid to try? What makes you afraid to try? And how do you address those reasons? And also ask if those reasons are true, because a lot of times they're not true. What limiting beliefs are you starting with that make you afraid to try and afraid to think big? And now I'm pretty much going to spend the rest of the podcast taking quotes from Oh, The Places You'll Go, which is my favorite Dr. Seuss book, because it's inspiring, but it also includes the lesson that not everything will go your way all the time. And I had never actually read that book until I read it to my son. And the first time I read it, I was getting choked up and I just couldn't believe how it included that things aren't always going to go your way. So here's the quote that we'll start with. If things start happening, don't worry, don't stew, just go right along and you'll start happening too. And we're afraid to start because we are waiting for the perfect moment, waiting to feel motivated, waiting to be smart enough, fit enough, fill in the blank. We're waiting to be something enough to even get started. But starting is the hardest part and realizing that you will start happening too. You'll change, you'll grow into the person that you need to be that you and you have to believe that you can learn and figure it out as you go. And that is so meaningful. And the learning part, it sounds cliche, but that is what makes you proud. Whenever you ask somebody, a high performer, what their goal is for any endeavor that they're going after, mostly they just want to be proud of their effort. And that also falls in line with you will start happening too, because going through that process is what makes them proud, not by the thing that they achieved or the thing that they didn't achieve. By doing something, by starting, we have that growth mindset where we can believe that we can change with our efforts. I recorded a podcast and also wrote the text out, The Power of Picking Yourself, which is linked in the show notes. And that one has resonated with a lot of people in the past. And it has some good examples from my life when I started happening to once I got started instead of waiting for someone else to say that I was good enough to do something. All of the things that I am so proud of and, and have gave my life so much meaning have been the things where I had to believe that I would start happening too once I turned myself in that direction and was open to making those changes. All right, here's another gem. It goes, you won't lag behind because you'll have the speed. You'll pass the whole gang and you'll soon take the lead. Wherever you fly, you'll be best of the best. Wherever you go, you will top all the rest, except when you don't, because sometimes you won't. I love that one so much. <laughs> You'll have the momentum and you'll be on top of the world and then eventually you won't. We've all been there, full stop. <laughs> we can be uh, on top and then we'll have our valley. And it reminds me that we shouldn't cling too tightly to our successes or to our hard times and accept they will both be there. It's a part of being alive and normalizing that, we'll, that there will be good times and there will also be times where you may feel disappointed helps us not feel so lonely in our plight. It also helps us have compassions for others whenever they're having a hard time. And it just, I love this because sometimes we just put so much pressure on ourselves to always be doing something really, really well. And we beat ourselves up when they aren't. So whenever I start thinking about that, it makes me want to come back to this quote. 
And here's the last one. This one gets me choked up every single time I'm reading it in the book. It's, I'm afraid that sometimes you'll play lonely games too. Games you can't win because you'll play against you. And thinking of my own children playing against themselves and saying things to themselves that will hold them back and being their own worst enemy just makes me cringe, but it's something that we all do. Our biggest barrier most of the time is ourselves. We fill our minds with doubt. We fill our mind with reasons we can't do something. And then we just give up and we start playing against ourselves. Our negative self-talk, our limiting beliefs, which I've brought up multiple times, our hesitancy to try something or to even be brave enough to say that we want to try something or even to just go talk to a stranger or maybe you're interested in somebody as like a friendship or a significant other. It stops us from going after what we want. And those things are what give our life meaning. I like the quote, the most powerful voice is the one inside your own head. And that was one that I made up because that quote reminded me so much that I have the agency to do what I want to do in my life. And the only person who's going to stop me from doing that is myself. And our voice can be a power for good, or it could be the power to hold you back. How you work on that voice is up to you, but I think having a mindfulness practice where you can notice the things that you're saying to yourself and then working on your self-talk to make sure that it's credible and to make sure that that voice in your head is telling you that you can do something, but also that it's a reasonable thing. And surrounding yourself with people that support that dream and that vision can help you stop playing against you. And I'll throw in there, if you want to stop playing against yourself and maybe you can't get out of your own way, I offer health and performance coaching. So you can find that on my website. I also have a self-paced online course called the Moxie and Grit Mindset Academy that basically helps you stop playing against yourself whenever you're going for your goals. And that's just something that I created because I really wanted to help people have some of the skills and help guide them to finding more joy and meaning and fulfillment in their lives too. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. These solo episodes are actually harder than doing episodes and interviews with guests. And I put so much into these and I really enjoy doing them because I learned so much about myself along the way too. And getting to share things that I love and that knowing that it might make a difference in your life means the world to me. So if this episode struck a chord with you or any of my other episodes for that matter, please share them with your friends because that's the best way to help the show find others. There are probably hundreds of thousands of podcasts at this point, And I really appreciate that you are listening to this one and that it's bringing some value to you. And if you like reading articles on where high performance and well-being intersect, make sure you subscribe to my weekly newsletter at sonyalooney.com slash newsletter. And as always, I'm with you on this journey of growth, adventure, and our mission to be better every day. I'll see you right back here next week.